Welcome to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, alignment activator, and transformational coach teaching you how to create life and business on your terms, have freedom and success, and help you experience the magic of living a fulfilled and purely aligned life. This is about remembering your vision, creating your rules, and doing it your way. And this isn't someday when you get there. Living in pure alignment gets to start now. On this episode of Purely Aligned, we are going to dive into step one of the alignment vortex of self-discovery, which is vision. And before we dive into that, I want to point something out because I find it completely fascinating. In the first few episodes, I was sharing more of my story and how frustrating things have been and how I tend to default to what's not working, why I feel like I'm not enough or not good enough or whatever it is. There's this like negative spiral I seem to have continually gone down and repeated the pattern, repeated it until I learned lessons, which is what we all do, by the way. So don't be too hard on yourself. That is something I've needed to work on as well. And what I find completely fascinating is in spite of me feeling like it was never enough, I was so far away from where I wanted to be, I wasn't doing enough, I wasn't living up to my potential, all that negative stuff, I actually realized I am living my dream life. Everything I said I wanted years ago, I actually had right now. So even though we get caught up in the mud, we get caught up in the frustration and this gap, the in-between of where we are versus where we want to be, especially as high achievers, it's this feeling like, I know I'm capable. I know I can do that too. But we have to be very careful that we are not so fixated on the in-between, on the gap of where you are versus where you want to be someday that you forget to be happy and present where you are now. This is something else that has taken me quite some time to figure out how it could be possible that I'm living the life I said I wanted, yet I still felt like something was missing. I wasn't fulfilled, and part of me was loving the space and freedom that I've created. I absolutely was grateful and appreciating being able to go outside and just enjoy my life, enjoy what I've created, what I've built with my real estate business. And yet part of me with the coaching side felt like I was behind. It wasn't enough. I didn't see money coming from over here. Now, I want to clarify I have built a multiple six-figure business that has been bringing in multiple six figures for years, and I am so grateful and proud of the last 13 years in real estate. So I want to be clear that as much as I talk about the struggle and the mindset and the doubt, 
when I actually look up, I realize I have accomplished something to be extremely proud of. And I'm willing to bet wherever you are right now, you could look back five, 10 years ago, a year ago, six months ago, whatever makes sense for you in this moment. Look back. What were you dreaming and hoping and wishing for back then? Do you have an element of that in your life right now? I'm willing to bet you do have something. And it's hard for us, again, as high achievers, because we set the bar so high. We dream big. We have these aspirations and goals, and it never seems to feel like where we are is enough. And someone asked me this question, and it changed everything. Will it ever be enough? Because my answer at the time was very clear that the answer was no. And that bothered me. Why do I feel like it's never enough? No matter what milestone I achieve, I couldn't even appreciate because I had to get to the next thing. And I don't know if you can relate with this, but I see it all of the time where it's this chase of someday and whatever accomplishment, achievement, success, milestone, we can't even celebrate it because we have to get to the next level. We have to get better. We have to keep going. And I think this is where step one and vision ties back into it because are you even clear about what you want? We are programmed as humans to default to the negative of what's not working, what we don't want, what we don't like, and that actually creates more of it in our life. And I didn't fully understand this concept of what you resist persists. I've heard it, and I sometimes take a little bit of time for it to really process and understand what that means because I knew I was focusing on what I didn't like, what wasn't working, what was frustrating, and I kind of understood that that was attracting more of it to me, but it was almost like I was missing the alternative. Okay. If I tell you, don't focus on what you don't want, you're going to bring more of it into your life. That's great. But what am I supposed to do? And luckily I had a coach who asked me the famous question to flip it. What do you want? That might seem like a very simple question and an obvious one at that. And I have to tell you, Again, maybe a little stubborn, maybe a little hard-headed, maybe it takes me a little bit of time to understand, but when they asked me that, my answer was, I don't know. I know I don't want this, and they were like, Melissa, that is not the question. What do you want? And I repeated, I don't know. I don't want to sell real estate anymore. I don't want this business. I don't want this, and they asked it over and over again until they got through to me, and I said, I want to run a business that runs without me. That was it. That was my dream. That's what I had been chasing and wanting and fighting for for so long. And it seems so simple because the next question changed my life. What's the first step to make it happen? 
What if it's that simple? What do you want? What's the first step to make that happen? But our brain, our mind is not programmed that way at all. Most of the time, if someone asks you, what do you want? Majority is, I don't know. I don't want this. Or, I'm not sure. I think I want something like this, but, you know, it would be nice, whatever. So how clear are you about your vision? And it doesn't have to be a five-year, 10-year, 20-year plan. I think that is completely overwhelming. If anyone asked you, if you thought you'd be where you are right now, today, could you have predicted it? I know I couldn't. When I was dealing cards in a casino, when I was working backstage in shows in LA, if you had told me I'd be recording a podcast called Purely Aligned and talking about alignment and building and scaling a business, I'd be like, I am a theater major. What are you talking about? There's no way. So how are we supposed to predict what we want our life to look like? That can be a very overwhelming question. And I have a way to simplify it and break it down because there might be an essence. There might be a picture in your mind. There might be an idea of those dreams and what you want. And the next piece of that is diving deeper into what is it about that do you want? Is it freedom? Is it having space and time to enjoy your life? Is it to travel? Is it having money so you can do what you want when you want and no one can tell you yes or no? Is it health and feeling good about your body and feeling strong and maybe removing pain or whatever it is in this moment? Vision can be a lot of different things and I want to encourage you to dive into the essence of what you want. It's not about exactly how you want it to be, what you want it to look like. It's the why behind it. And it's making sure that you are creating something on your terms. It's your vision, not someone else's. This is where it can get very easy to get caught up in wanting what someone else has in terms of results. I want to make more money. I want to have the life they are living, comparison, all the things. And this is where you have to make sure you're asking yourself, is this what I even want my life to look like? It's great to want more money and success and millions of dollars, but what is that person doing? How are they doing it? Does that align with you? An example would be, I have incredible mentors and coaches and women in mastermind groups that I am a part of that are living these incredible lives and leading incredible businesses. And I absolutely want what they have in terms of money and freedom and success. But when I look deeper into how they're doing it, their method, the way they're doing it, that's where I actually take a moment to realize that's not exactly how I would do it. But if we don't slow down and reflect, if we don't ask ourselves these questions, 
it's really easy to get caught up building something the way someone else is doing it because that seems like the only way to do it. And we don't know what we don't know. So for an example, if I have been selling real estate or building a coaching business one way because I'm following my mentor, my coach, and I want the same thing they have, therefore I'm doing the same thing they did. I'm modeling it, which by the way, is absolutely a great way to achieve success and what you're looking for, to model someone else who's already done it. I absolutely believe in that. Where I veered off track a little bit, I was modeling something that didn't actually fit the way I would do it. As an example, I need to be off my computer and social media a lot more than what I'm currently doing. I literally get eye strain headaches. My body is yelling at me to stop scrolling so much, to stop being on my phone, to stop being on my computer, and I'm having physical reactions to it. So why in the world would I be trying to build my business on Instagram, showing up on Instagram all the time to sell in stories and do all the things seven days a week? When I say that out loud, it doesn't even make sense, but that's literally what I was doing for a while and then frustrated and wondering why it wasn't working. That's not the way I would choose to do it, but again, we get caught up in that hamster wheel of chasing and, okay, I got to do more. This is what I need to do. Someone told me it worked for them. Maybe it'll work for me. This is where you have to pause and make sure You have a vision that is clear and aligned to you. So let's reflect for a second. Where are you currently frustrated? Where are you currently following someone else's rules or method because that's what you thought you were supposed to do? And this is where it can get sneaky because like I mentioned before, you might want the result that someone else has, and you are following their model. You are following their method because it works for them. And this isn't about one way being right or wrong or their way is better, my way is better. That's the whole piece that is missing right now is that it works for someone else because it works for them. And of course, it could work for you too. However, If it's not purely aligned to you, your way, your vision, your values, your beliefs, this is where we get stuck on that hamster wheel of frustration that I know so well, maybe you do too, because we think doing more is the answer. We think, well, let me do what they're doing. It's going to work for me too. And it might, but... This is where you might wake up one day and feel like something is missing, feel like something is off, frustrated you're not seeing results because deep down, is it really true to you? Is it really your way of doing it? If no one made up rules and you got to make up your own rules, what would be your way? What would you do differently? 
This is where we need to take a little extra time to slow down, pause, reflect, ask yourself these questions. Because if you don't take the time to get clear about what you want, how in the world are you going to even notice that you aren't being true to you? It's so easy to get caught up in someone else's results and vision because it is what you want. The essence of it is the results are the money, the success, the freedom, whatever it may be. So take a moment and just kind of do a self-awareness audit. Just check in and see, are you frustrated something isn't working because you thought it would look different? Now, don't worry. There are three more steps to this process. So if you're like, Melissa, I am doing it my way. This is how I would do it. And it's still not working. Don't worry. We're diving in deeper into what else could be going on. But this is why we start with vision. If you're not clear about what you want, why you want it, the essence of what you want, it will be way too easy to get caught up doing what you should or supposed to do because that's what everyone is telling you. And I'm just going to say it and call it like it is. You also need to be very aware of coaches and programs that are teaching their method and holding you accountable to the way they do it. Now, again, I'm not saying you can't see results that way or that you won't see results that way. You absolutely could. Just check in with yourself and make sure it still aligns and is true to you. And there's another piece of this that I find really interesting and fascinating, which is we don't know what we don't know. So this is a piece of vision that I had a really hard time with because Yes, I had an idea of what I wanted and I wanted to build my empire and have this big organization and all of these things. But deep down, is that really what I wanted? Is that really what I wanted my life to look like? You'll see when we go deeper into the other steps, what else could be coming up. I'll give you a hint. It could be proving energy. It could be showing and proving you're good enough and you want to build something to show that you're successful, don't worry, we will dive more into step three in its own episode because that is an entirely different conversation. So what I see a lot of entrepreneurs do is they start casting this vision because of following someone else's model or method or seeing someone else and how they did it and thinking that's how they have to do it too. An example of this is when I say growing your business, scaling your business, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? Is it having employees? Is it having a huge organization with hundreds of people? Is it having one person, an assistant maybe, helping you directly? This is where you really need to take time to reflect and get clear about what is an ideal situation for you. Because it's not one size fits all. Just because someone else has 15 employees or a giant team or hundreds of people working in their organization does not mean if you want to grow a business, 
you have to do it that way too. This is where not knowing other ways, other options, other choices can sometimes make it feel like, well, I want that result, but how else could I do it? Because that's the only way I see or know. So this is where the reflection comes in. Sit with it. There is a free resource in the show notes with more questions, journaling questions, if you want to dive deeper into your definition of success and how you really figure this out. But where it really starts is taking a moment to check in with you and see what is actually important to you. What is your ideal schedule? How much do you want to work? How many people do you want reporting to you? Do you love the idea of being a leader and leading others? Or would you rather not have anything to do with managing or dealing with other people? There is no right or wrong way. But when you are clear on your vision, what you want, what's true to you, your rules, doing it your way, what lights you up, what excites you, what is the essence of what you truly want, why are you doing this? This is where deep down in your unconscious, you know the answer, you know what you're craving and don't be hard on yourself, don't beat yourself up, but I am willing to bet That if you do have some of that frustration right now, or you are overwhelmed, you're feeling burnt out, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling like this is working, but something is just missing or off, or I thought I'd be happier, I thought I'd be more fulfilled, this is where you get to check in with yourself and see where are you maybe following someone else's rules of what it's supposed to look like instead of what you want it to look like. I'm going to leave you with that because that is a lot of questions and self-reflection and awareness. And I want to give you some time to really sit with this, whether you journal, whether you meditate, whether you think, whether you don't do any of that. And you're just like, what in the world are all these questions? I don't know the answer. I have no idea. I'm too busy. I don't have time for this. Wherever you're at on your journey is perfect. There is no right or wrong. There is no rush. You're not behind. I just want to encourage you to start thinking about what you actually want. We'll be diving into the other steps of this process in the next few episodes. Give yourself some space and time to really sit with it and get clear you might realize you actually don't want to build a business on social media, or you love the idea of selling on social media, but you want to do it in a way that it feels good to you. It feels supportive to you. And maybe that's not seven days a week. Maybe that's, I'm going to post when I'm inspired and that's okay. Maybe it's, I have nothing to do. I want nothing to do with social media. I want to build my business through face-to-face, in person. The key is getting clear about what lights you up and what excites you. What are you inspired to do? Does the thought of having employees give you a panic attack or does it like excite you and light you up and you cannot wait to lead a team? 
pay attention to those things because again, you get to make the rules. It's your vision. It's your life. You get to decide. You get to choose. I think we just forget that we have permission to do it our way because that is not what's sold. That is not what's taught. And I have been there too. I completely understand. It's so much easier to say, I want what they have. Let me go do what they do. And again, this is where you also need to give yourself permission to play and experiment. You may not know that's not how you want to do it. You may not even know that until you actually try, until you experiment, until you do it. Sometimes taking action is the best way to figure out what works, what doesn't, and what you would want to do instead. So don't be hard on yourself if you do what I've done, which is jump headfirst all in and let's just go take action and do all the things That's actually the easiest way for me to figure out what works for me, what doesn't, what feels good, what doesn't feel good. The catch, though, is sometimes I forget that I'm experimenting with something new and I make it mean something about me and whether it works or not. So just be careful and pay attention to that, too. So to wrap up today's episode all about vision, take some time and get clear about what you Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me. And if this episode served you in any way, please help me get the message out there by sharing it on your social media and tag me as I'd love to know your favorite takeaways. And if you haven't already, Please subscribe and leave a review, and I hope you learned something you can implement now to live more purely aligned. Until next week.